are live. Welcome to the Be Humankind uh, podcast uh, here at Frontline Forward in Kitchener. My name is Brian Stevenson. I am the uh, host of the the podcast, uh, a 30-year veteran of uh, EMS work as uh, as a paramedic in this province, 18 years as a critical care flight paramedic on the helicopter out of London. Uh, The purpose of our show here is just to uh, tell some stories. Uh, Be Humankind. Uh, talk about kindness, talk about the challenges that we're all facing this day, and we try to bring in some uh, very interesting and informative guests each week, and uh, this week we're very, very fortunate to have Mr. Tyson Green in from Compass 9 Media. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Brian. Absolutely. Uh, Tyson, let's, uh, let, let's let everybody know a little bit about uh, who you are and who, uh, what, what Compass 9 is all about. Yeah, for sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yes. Um, so my name is Tyson Greenan, and I run a company called Compass 9 Media. And the main point of Compass 9 Media is that we believe that in thinking differently about content. And we really want to make sure that um, when it comes to producing content, we lift the weight off a lot of companies' shoulders by making content really easy and seamless. And where I kind of fit in all of this is like, I kind of believed from a very young age in psychology, sociology, and I just kind of figured out what, how to, can I make that into marketing? And I found content being so interesting and in like how the psychology behind content came to be. And so I naturally fell in love with making content. And then I just found myself being creative each day. So it just kind of made sense mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I fell in love with ma- being making podcasts and making yeah. creative campaigns. Yes, and we've got this uh, this fancy new equipment now. These mics are <laughs> hefty ones. This stuff <laughs> They're is, a hefty ticket, this I is, say. Uh, Yeah, this is awesome. No, it's uh, uh, here at Frontline Forward, we've been very fortunate to have been uh, teamed up with uh, Compass 9 Media. Uh, here for a while, you guys did our uh, our big promo uh, video, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you, uh, you host and direct and run our, our podcast here. So thank you very much. And we've been very fortunate to partner with you. Like yeah. this has been an amazing experience so far, especially with COVID health. Oh um, boy, it's been it's been really cool being able to to talk to so many inspirational people in the community. So let's talk about that for a second. So how old are you, Tyson? I am 21 years old, about to turn 22 in seven days. <laughs> yeah, six uh, days, seven days, six days or seven. <laughs> April 30th. All right, good yeah. enough. So. Uh, we're in the midst of, uh, of a global pandemic, a global world, uh, whatever you want to call it. We're in the middle of a, a global health crisis. Uh-huh. Um, I know what it's like for me as a business owner and uh, uh, being at the age I am. And here you are at 21 years of age. How has COVID affected you and, and your family and how are you coping with it? Within our family, um, it's, it's been very interesting we all stay connected very well over the internet, especially me and my brothers. They We play a lot of video games okay. as kids, and then we also play video games here and there. So we connect that way very well. Mm-hmm. The people in our house, we see each other every day. We never really get down on anything because most of our life was spent inside already, which was fascinating. So it's kind of sad to see that as soon as this pandemic rolled around, my life didn't change that much other than um, with Compass 9, we couldn't go do video shoots anymore because we could be fined. 
Um, and we can't really do any paid work right now just because we're not an essential service. Right. So it hurt us that way. Yeah. But what I found very interesting about this whole pandemic is how businesses like you are finding new ways to be creative and make an impact somehow during this event. And mm -hmm. I find that so inspirational that companies are going out of their way to not settle down, but find new ways to innovate. Find new ways. And I think that's where we're at. I, I think, uh, I think the life as we knew it and now know it is changing, changing. Everybody's adapting. Everybody's changing. Um, and, and, you know, I think we're going to have to, to adapt, but, uh, I really liked your comment and I appreciate you saying it, that, uh, for your, for yourself and, and possibly for your age group, uh, things haven't really changed all that much because you're used to being inside for extended periods of time. It's so funny. I think we're all kind of a little bit introverted. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 uh, it's interesting, uh, you know, um, my age group uh, and, and, and my girls, uh, uh, they're used to being out. They're used to being active. They're used to being out there all the time. Uh, and I know this has had a major impact on them. My, uh, my one daughter, Sam, is a paramedic. So, uh, you know, she, she faces this each and every day. Uh, but my other daughter, uh, Melissa, uh, is at home with, uh, with her kids, uh, our grandkids right now. Uh, 24 seven. And it's, uh, it's a challenge. I bet it is a challenge because mm. I do think you need some time for yourself. Yeah. And so when the kids go to school, <laughs> I think that's a little bit of time for yourself to like be able to be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's but interesting though. It is interesting. Um, why do you think, what do you, why do you think this is? Why do you think like the, this older generation has to be so extroverted? Do you think that is a fake extrovert or do you think that's just like how they grew up? Because that's just like natural for them? You know, uh, I can only speak for myself. Uh, you know, I grew up in a, uh, a very connected family, very uh, uh, involved family. And we used to, uh, we, we did a lot of things together, like big family dinners, uh, uh, big, large gatherings all the time. And, and uh, so we needed that, that connection because, we, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have... Uh, you know, uh, the computers, uh, all that. Uh, so you, you made yourself, uh, busy. You, you yeah. got out, you connected, but the other thing was, uh, and, and you learned how to be creative as a child, you know, like I, I can still remember my, my grandparents and, and my aunts and uncles just saying, uh, you need to get the hell outside. Like <laughs> stop being in the house and get the hell out of my hair and get outside and do something. So you got creative. Uh, and what you did. So I don't know. Can I tell you a funny story about my childhood a little bit? It's okay. a short story. Okay, let's go. So essentially, we, me and my brother used to fight all the time after coming home from school. That's what brothers do. And it's a natural, we were four, like four years apart. So we just had this rivalry. Yeah. Um, so anyways, my mom, it was so funny. Like she would, you know how usually moms would say, go to your room. <laughs> yeah. It became such a natural thing to go to our room. And just play video games and just we loved our room that it was almost like a pun like it wasn't a punishment when we went no. to our room anymore no and so she was, one day she was like you know what no don't go to your room go outside <laughs> both of you go outside and enjoy outside and it was kind of like a it was a weird moment well, to me. <laughs> now, now you're standing outside and you're going well now what do i do i'm bored i'm bored <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah no yeah. that is a good story and that's um, just 
that that's the difference. That's the the challenges that we're we're facing right now uh, for my generation and and just a little bit younger. Uh, we're cooped up and we're going a little stir crazy, a little cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your age demographic, you're like, no, man, this is good. I'm, I'm good with this. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's a it's blessing this. in disguise for us, I guess. There you go. Um, let's talk about, you know, as we do here on the uh, Be Humankind uh, podcast, uh, let's talk about what's going on right now. And, you know, um, COVID is in, in our lives uh, each and every day. We wake up and boom, it's right there on the TV. It's right there on the computers, uh, the whole bit. Uh, so we're facing that. We're facing the world pandemic. And then we've got this tragedy down in Nova Scotia uh, where we've got, uh, you know, 22 people that have lost their lives, including a, an RCMP officer, um, Heidi Stevenson. Uh, what I wanted to talk about, and it's interesting that you're on the, uh, the podcast here this morning because uh, they talk about this tragedy hit and the RCMP. So right now, uh, you know, we, we've got those, uh, unfortunately, those people that have lost their lives due to this tragedy. And then we've got the, the blame game starting, as we do with everything. Like, they, they brought out uh, Amber Alerts, and, I, uh, you know, uh, we, we see it all the time where all of a sudden it's like uh, uh, with the Amber Alerts and we we got some, some jackass that's uh, in his house here in Kitchener is phoning into. Uh, the OPP are, you know, uh, and they're saying, like, why am I getting an Amber Alert for a child that's been abducted in Newmarket? Why are you waking me up? Why are you waking me up? This is just, and, and so you got that going on. And then all of a sudden, in the mix of all this, this is what just blows me out of the water, is we've got this, and then all of a sudden, we got the blame game starting with this whole situation down in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Where and and I can understand it to, to to some point of view uh, the families of of those that have fallen innocently uh, they want some 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 of the blame they, right? well and they're looking to blame so they want some answers and they want to know why they weren't notified but where I'm flipping this around is would you have even done anything with it if you had got it? Well, I, I think I, it's I, very interesting if. If you if I got pulled over and I saw that I got this notice, right. I'd be very skeptical of whoever pulled me over. There you go. And I'd be very concerned. Like I'd be ready to turn the gas as soon as possible if the, if things started to be aggressive. Right, so right. Be, because your age group, like it came out with the group of the kids down on the beach in Florida, that said that they don't really believe the media because the media just spins it whatever way they want to. So they they weren't they weren't coming off the beaches in Florida. They were. They were waiting, and I can't believe this, but they were waiting for Kim Kardashian to tell them that, that they shouldn't be on the beach in Florida. And it's like, what? But, uh, I mean, we're, we're getting a little off topic here, but, I mean, where, where my point is here is the RCMP decided to send this out on Twitter. Twitter. So Twitter is you. Twitter is, is not me. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts? And, and this is just your opinion, right? Yeah, from my perspective, the best I've seen companies use Twitter to its degree to get out of a message. Um, it can be awesome, but more for national Twitters um, that have to spread a good message right away. Not mm. a lot of people follow them like, and don't really check on them constantly because majority of the time when they do send out a tweet, it's not... I don't like it's not really anyone cares about. Right. But when an, an important tweet like this comes out, 
not many people see it and it's not a smart move to put this on Twitter and expect everyone to see it. And uh-huh. I think and one of those Amber Alerts would have been awesome. Yeah. And I mean, somebody made the decision, whoever it was within the organization of the RCMP to send it out on, on Twitter. And then they said that uh, this morning the news was reporting that they were just about to put it out in a national broadcast alert uh, as they were taking the gunman down at that time. But I mean, this is just, uh, it just, it blows me out of the water because Twitter, like, I'm going to be very honest. I don't even know how to get on Twitter. <laughs> I don't even know what it's all about. Uh, my daughter, Melissa, looks after the whole social media side mm-hmm. of our, our business here. Uh, so for my age demographics, maybe a little bit younger than I am. Um, no, I'm, I'm not going to hear it on Twitter. I'm not going to. So it's interesting the decision that was made. It, it was very interesting. <laughs> I do, I do think with the Amber Alerts, though, I think you have to wait 12 hours or something before you can announce it. So I don't know right. what the time frame was when this I think it was out. right around that time frame, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, so. I think it was just like right at that timeline. So I don't even know whether the Amber Alert would have done anything at that time. So, uh, you know, uh, all in all, uh, just a major, major tragedy. It's really yeah. sad. <clears throat> it's sad uh, as to what went down uh there and it uh you know it's it's a little concerning for me that uh, now it's coming down to to blaming and i i just i don't know if we have time for that but mm-hmm. i understand that um the families of 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 those innocent they want some answers want right some now answers. so uh, so bad. Um, let's talk about uh, Holy Hannah, uh, Saskatchewan. The province of Saskatchewan is, is has low numbers, and they're thinking about being open for business. I, I don't, don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. I don't know. It's. Uh, I know Switzerland. Sorry, Sweden was doing that. Is that right? Um, I'm not too sure how they're doing. I know that they decided that they're just going to build up antibodies towards it. Right. So maybe Saskatchewan's thinking the same thing. But I don't know, man. But like you said, like we are talking about before the podcast, that this could cause a second wave of coronavirus well, or COVID-19. <clears throat> right. And this is what, uh, what they're talking, this point exactly, that uh, the second waves are going to come because all of a sudden we're either, we're going to, you know, flatten that curve, we're going to slow things down, whatever terminology you want to put to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden we're going to slow things down, we're going to flatten that curve, and then everybody's going to go, okay. We're, we're good to go. And, you know, I, I had this conversation with uh, with another group here about uh, we, we need to stimulate our economy here soon um, so that mm-hmm. out the other side of this thing, we're not into a depression rapidly heading towards a recession. Uh, so I get that. I understand all that. But at the same time, boy, that's a huge thing to balance as to whether to open the doors and say go. Or uh, it's it's like it's like opening the barn doors and uh, the horses run out and then you're like, oh, I should. How do have I done get them that. back? <laughs> How do I get them back now there's, in the barn? There's no stopping it now. Yeah, there's no stopping it now. So there has to be some type of responsibility <clears throat> of Saskatchewan. Like there has to be some type of procedure to go through to make sure there's a checklist and be like, okay, like make sure these things don't happen. If you want to open up your business, there's only an amount of certain people in the store. Well, Maybe that kind of thing. You'd, you'd like to think so anyways, right? Well, who knows? Yeah, who knows? who knows? They don't really like Trudeau over there anyways. No, I, why is that right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're very, very conservative. Like every single <coughs> province over there is almost very conservative. Yeah. So I think they're just like, whatever, Trudeau. Like we're doing our own thing over <laughs> they're, here. They're doing their own thing. <laughs> 
that's too funny. What um, and, and this is the big one here right now. I and I just happened to catch this on the on the news this morning. I I try not to uh, put too much time or effort into my day in watching the news because mm-hmm. it just seems to be the same thing all mm-hmm. the time. Um, but the big one is is uh, I understand that uh, the military is being deployed into Quebec and Ontario. Uh, to help out with our nursing homes because this is where uh, I think this is where the bulk of the numbers are coming from right now. Wow. Uh, is that our nursing homes are in such tragedy right now uh, because of limited staff mm-hmm. um, and just uh, being exposed to those people that are a little immunosuppressed, uh, that are very susceptible to any kind of uh, virus or injury, and uh, this is where we're seeing the the pandemic numbers that are coming out. That's where it's hitting the hardest. That's <clears throat> where it's hitting the hardest. So this is where we've got uh, uh, this is where we got our, our military is now being deployed as we speak. What are they going to do there? Uh, they're going to be able to help out with with medical care and support, uh, and mm. to just uh, you know stop the uh, the spread from from the aspect of. Uh, staff coming and going. Mm, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, and uh, they're going to be able to uh, to look after things that way. Uh, that's what I understand that they're going to be able to. And uh, you know, uh, our Canadian military, our uh, the medical staff are, are very well versed and trained in in medical care. Uh, so they're going to be able to help out with uh, with the staff and let them do the day to day operations and allow uh, our military maybe to uh, to take care of the people. So. That's inspiring. I love it. It is. It is. It's very inspiring. Um, let's talk about music. Music. Yes. What do you think about music? I I think music is very beautiful. I, is. I listened to this Vokes Netflix series Explained. They yeah. talked about music. Yeah. Music's very bonding. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Um, I just want to get off topic there for a second. Netflix. Have you been watching a lot of Netflix recently? No. Yeah. No. Um. I, I've been. I'm kind of getting bored with Netflix. It's it's weird, but uh, I give them props for making shows, like making a bunch of shows or reinvesting. Right. But some of them are just too whack. Like the new one, <laughs> the the hot. The, have you seen the new one that's in top in Canada? It's hot and sexy or something. No, I was gonna watch it the other night, and my wife Angie said, "No, I'm not watching that." It's terrible. Is it terrible? <laughs> in my opinion. She's sitting at home right now, going, "No, man." <laughs> so, here's another one that I don't know whether you watched it, but I I decided to watch it the other night, and I regret it because it's the uh, hour in my life that uh, was very well uh, just trashed, and that was watching the Tiger King. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was just a waste of my time. So, what did you think of it? Like, is it just totally just bonkers? Like, it's just totally. too crazy, too crazy, too crazy. Uh, dealing with people that I don't think have a real good grasp on reality or the way uh, the way things should go. But yeah, just a total waste of my time. And I, total. I, I don't agree with his philosophy. Like his, philo- his whole philosophy was mm. he just wants to be famous. That's his whole goal. That's the whole goal. And I'm just like, yeah. wow. Like, is he setting himself up for disappointment almost? <coughs> and, well. that's, that's, um, and what happens if you do become famous? Like once he gets it, I feel like he's going to see all the bad parts of being famous. Right. Which, which people th- don't want. Which people don't want. So is there anything on Netflix that you have watched that you want to tell people, hey, you should check this out? Um, no. 
some shows. Hmm. Um, not really. Yeah. Not, I don't, I've been taking this time during the pandemic to really learn and really grow. And I, I want to take this time for myself. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of reading. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Tons I, of books clubs. And I, I think that's awesome. I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. I, I, I love listening uh, to Joe Rogan. So I listen to him all the time. I think the man is brilliant uh, in the way he conducts his show. So I've been doing that as well. Um, trying not to watch as much uh, Netflix. And, and uh, that's why I made the comment that I did. That uh, when I do decide I'm going to watch it, you sit there and you got hundreds and hundreds of things to choose from. And then I choose one after sc- scrolling through like for, for 10 minutes. And then I scroll through and I go, what did I do this for? Yeah, you're like, what's the point? What's the point? And, and, and Netflix understood this. Like, uh, Netflix understood that people were doing this. Like, just going onto the, the Netflix website or the app and <laughs> not being able to find things because they're overwhelmed by options. So right. they created this top 10 list that in Canada. Yes. Um, yeah. To make it seem more appealing to like, oh, this is what other people are watching? Okay, I'll right. watch this too. So yeah. yeah, it was super smart of them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, getting back to uh, my <laughs> comment earlier about music, I, I agree. I think music is the universal language. It can mean anything to anybody at any one given time, mm-hmm. irregardless of what the artist uh, put out there for the intention of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, it can mean something totally different to you. So I, I think it, uh, it's the universal language we all uh, listen to. Did you watch the Lady Gaga show, The One World? Uh, last Saturday, it had uh, you know some of the world's biggest artists on there at home doing their thing. Um, it was good, but again, uh, was I, it Lady Gaga? Like who else was there? Post Malone, <coughs> that kind of idea. Oh boy, uh, the Stones were on there. Um, yeah, there was just a number of of different artists, and it, there was bits and pieces of the show that were just tremendous. The, the Elton John was on. Uh, oh. You know, a few others. It was it was really cool uh, to watch. Uh, and then there was some stuff that was just uh, oh my gosh, it, it was got, just too much. You it just to got to be too much, too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's leading into, uh, you know, this coming Sunday, we got the stronger together, which is, uh, from what I'm gathering, it's, it's mainly, uh, Canadian artists and, and Canadian sports figures that are going to get on there and talk. So I hope it's, uh, I hope it's a little better. They're probably just going to talk about like what's going on with them or like, do you know what they're talking about? No, to be honest with you, I don't. I, I think it's just a whole bunch of little snippets of them just making a comment and, uh, yeah, I I I, I hope good. the message is is a little bit better, a little a uh, little clearer. So, um, yeah, you know we we've, we've got a, a good friend of ours that we've uh, reached out to, a guy by the name of Jay Smith, um, mm-hmm. that uh, wrote uh, hockey uh, hockey stick or stick by the door uh, for the humble. Uh, Bronco uh, tragedy uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote that song, <coughs> a big hit. Uh, a lot of people had uh, had the hockey sticks out uh, at the front of their door just to pay tribute and homage to uh, the families with the humble Bronco. Uh, he stepped up again uh, with the whole Be Humankind campaign. Uh, he's got a uh, song that's going to be released. It's, it's uh, be- I believe it's it's released on uh, on uh, YouTube right now on iTunes. It's out there. Uh, I've got you. Uh, I got you. Yeah, and uh, we'll you got to. Look. Yeah, you got to listen to a little bit of it. We can take a listen right now if you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know Brandon's going to hook us up. Yeah. And this is it right here. This is it. Town shutting down to cancel the shows. 
and told us to stay in and lock all the doors won't be easy but I've got you and you've got me Snow's almost gone outside of the door. Yeah, what a beautiful voice. Yeah, no kidding, eh? Beautiful voice, and uh, uh, that's going to be uh, be released here real soon. People are going to be able to uh, to listen to the whole version of that song. A beautiful song by Jay. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, coffee so. delivery, eh? Look at that. Coffee delivery. Just happens right <laughs> out of the blue. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the guitar in it, I just fall in love with it. It's just such a, a relaxed feel song. And it's something we need right now with all this stress. I agree. I agree. So let's, uh, let's get to the good medicine portion of the show. We're getting down near, uh, near the end of the show already, but uh, the good medicine part, uh, I just like to let people know that the good things that are happening uh, frontline forward with being the distribution center and logistics center for the uh, COVID health movement uh, with PPE uh, personal protective uh, protective equipment, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the hand sanitizer that's being made by our uh, our local uh, local distilleries that we're we're getting out uh, some just some uh, incredible stuff. Where we're getting that out to the uh, to the paramedics, uh, police officers, firefighters. Uh, we're starting it in bulk, getting that out to uh, the nursing homes. And we're working with great people like the bottle you got right there from Murphy's Law. Uh, yeah. ben, ben Murphy up in Elmira. I know you guys have had a chance to meet him. Obviously, he's been on the show. He's been on the show. What an interesting dude. He's very smart. He reminds very. me a lot of... <laughs> he reminds me a lot of Elon Musk a little bit, where he, he really just <laughs> is very smart in his craft. Yeah. Which I love. And yeah. I love people who are very smart and uh, creative in their craft. And yeah. it just inspires me. Yeah. So this is what it looks like? Yeah. Home so Depot? Yeah. Home Depot uh, reached out with all those. We've also uh, been dealing with Mark Towns and with uh, Silver Fox uh, up in Arthur. Uh, another brilliant guy. Uh, real smart, smart guy that uh, has been doing some wonderful stuff. Uh, Dr. Steve Innocente with Innocente Breweries up in, or Distillery, sorry, up in uh, Waterloo. Another big, brilliant guy that's uh, that's been working with us, and uh, we just want to give them uh, give them a shout out for what they're doing. But yeah. um, you know, it, it's inspiring here each and every day. And you know, while we're in this uh, this challenge, like I, you know, I say it's a dark place, but I don't know if it is such a dark place. Like it's. There's a silver lining to all of this. I think there's there's a lot of light here, and it's just whether you choose to see it or not. Uh, I'm definitely taking the chance to see it. Yeah, because there's some brilliant things that are happening around here, like the work that we're doing with uh, Waterloo Brewing and Alora Brewing that are uh, providing the product to get up to the distilleries, and then the Brilliant Minds putting that together. That's allowing us to get this out to the first responders and healthcare workers. That's some just incredibly inspiring stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Sleep Country, I don't know whether you heard about this, but Sleep Country made a $1.5 million announcement uh, donation that they're putting out that they want to help uh, with what's going on right now. Uh, so they're reaching out to a number of different companies, uh, and, and I know that they've been uh, uh, reached out to you know by a number of different agencies uh, that are looking for some assistance in that way. So, I mean, Canadian Tire and and Home Depots and everything that are that are reaching out is pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, to my buddy uh, Nick Guthrow that's over with Zekelmans uh, right here in town that are 
building these just amazing little pods, these these little uh, these pods, uh, like tiny homes sort of thing. Okay, <coughs> that they're able to put together just like in a Lego block uh, thing, and and create these living spaces for people. How big are they? Uh, like the size of a seat container. No way. Yeah, from what I understand now, we shouldn't That's be speaking really cool. uh, out of turn. But yeah, they're doing some wonderful stuff. So maybe they'll uh, they'll connect up with uh, Sleep Country and be able to do something there. Um, the, uh, the ladies, uh, of the community, uh, the church groups and the, uh, uh, the Mennonite community that come in here on an absolute daily basis that drop off, uh, the caps that they're making, uh, the gowns, the, uh, the gowns, uh, the homemade masks, the whole, it's just, it's incredible. And we get knocks on the door from, from companies all the time, like dentist office and other agencies that are, uh, not using you know, the PPE that they use each and every day. So they're bringing it in, they're just dropping it off, and they're saying, please get that out to uh, to who we need to get it out to. So That's amazing. Yeah, pretty. Uh, I, think pretty a, I think a lot of businesses are out here doing their part of social responsibility. I think so, and too. the businesses that aren't doing anything, it's questionable. Yeah. Uh, just before we, we wrap it up here, uh, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, people check out the covidhealth.ca website, uh, the t-shirts of so the be humankind t-shirts, the hockey stick away. Oh, and, and we changed up the, the, uh, the setup here. So we're, we're a good hockey stick away from mm-hmm. each other here. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, we got the be humankind. Uh, we got the, uh, uh, hockey stick away shirts that are uh, that are coming in. The, uh, now this is mainly for our distillery people, uh, but we are going to get out as our sanitation, uh, uh, not sanitation, the sanitizer superhero uh, shirts that we're getting out with that. And we've also got another T-shirt uh, that's uh, that's going to be a big big hit with a lot of people. Can't give too much with it here uh, just yet. It's about to go uh, live uh, tomorrow, I believe. So. Um, so there we go. Um, we've come down near the end of the show. There Just we like are. that. Just like that. Just like that. Wow. Tyson, Fantastic. thank you for being here. It was a pleasure. It was, it was awesome a, talking to you. It was good talking to you as well. Thank you for uh, putting out uh, your thoughts and uh, giving a perspective uh, from your age group. It's, an, it's important to get these different perspectives at this, uh, this uh, challenging time. Um, thank you, Canada, uh, for the opportunity to share our stories with you. That's what the... Uh, be Humankind podcast is all about. It's just telling stories. Um, it's how we face uh, adversity together, how we respond with random acts of kindness. Remember, it's okay in this challenging time to be angry, uh, to be anxious, to be angry, uh, to be afraid of what's going on right now because uh, we're all in this uh, absolutely together. Uh, we will come out the other side. Please take a look, uh, listen uh, for Jay's uh, song that's going to be out there. It's an, it's an amazing tune. Uh, Please continue to be positive, be safe, be kind to one another, be humankind, and we're going to leave you with this.